This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What is going on, everybody? It is episode 60 of Pop Culture Crisis. I'm your host, Brett. I'm here with my co-host today. Hi, Miracle Sam. Nice to meet you. I didn't do the lead-in. I know. I uh, was like, wait. I, I kind of left you hanging there. I apologize. It's okay. How you doing today? It's great. You doing good? Yeah. Good. Good. We also have a co-host today. Our favorite, one of our favorite co-hosts. Uh, Freudian uh, slip. Freudian slip right there. I don't know. Hi. Uh, first time caller, long time listener. Dave Fawn over here. How you doing, though? I'm doing good. <laughs> How you doing, Mr world famous uh brett dasovic i already congratulate uh, irl but i haven't yes dane dane has not yet done that dane is about to break our whole studio yep the, this is gonna be an exciting show we got the, a lot to talk about we got a lot we got a lot uh, a lot to talk about and the funny part is is uh i picked a topic at random from uh whenever you do kanye there's like nine thousand things you can talk about and i thought the music player was the most interesting and these two are the most excited i've ever seen anybody in my entire what? life about that so we're gonna we're we're going to talk Kanye. We're going to talk the, it's called the STEM player. I call it the STEM cell player. I uh, want it. Can yeah. you buy me an expensive toy? I'm not buying you anything, woman. Um, we're also going to talk about, um, <laughs> Okay. Well, I have a more esoteric topic about why Space Force, the television show is getting renewed. Uh, and then we're going to talk Constantine, the new animated series. We've got Cinderella v. No Way Home, um, Dawn of Stupid. And... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Podluck with a bunch of other stuff. So I say we just go ahead and get right into it. You guys ready to do this? Yeah. No. No. Oh. Dane, Dane says no. America, what do you say? I said ye. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna do this. The way so, that Kanye should have pronounced his new name. It it does. It always looks like ye to me. It doesn't look like yay. You guys are both wrong. I know. Well, but, and ignorant. It, it, <laughs> Let's start the show. Let's start the show. All right. <laughs> so we're talking, we're talking Kanye West fans, uh, fans angry after having to buy a two hundred dollar device to listen to his new album. Now that's two hundred euros, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. So what is that in American? It's like a hundred and something. So okay, so pretty close. So it says, uh, never one to shy away from controversy. Kanye West is now facing anger from a large number of uh, of his fans over the re release of his new album. As fans await Donda Two, the highly anticipated sequel to last year's. Donda. I have a question for you, Dane. You might know this better than me. How long was it between Donda and it was like his religious album before mm -hmm. this, right? What the Be before Donda? Before Donda? Yeah, it was like uh, I don't remember the title, but yeah, it was the religious one. How long, roughly? A couple of years, no, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. years really. I, think, I thought what? it was like a month. Yeah, not, not a month, but like a couple uh, months. Okay, so they were fairly close. See, I'd been listening I'm, to that album because they released a lot of those songs on YouTube well before they. Shane Cashman's the guy to talk about specific. Yeah, he is. and Chris um, Carr. I'm just, you know, like the general aesthetic of it. We're yeah. the Donda, we're the Donda family, right. but we're not necessarily the Donda experts. Each, yeah, correct. Each <laughs> of us like take care of a different part. Yes, of um, Donda. I also want to make a correction. It's actually two hundred twenty-six dollars and fifty-four cents. Here, How dare you? Okay. Yeah, sorry, Th my bad. That damn inflation. <laughs> it's inflation. I'm sorry. Okay, so it says as fans wait Donda two, the highly anticipated sequels to last year's Donda. Uh, West took to Instagram to announce that it will be available exclusively uh, on his product, the Stem Player, which costs 200, or it says 200 in the U.S., but uh, 
I'm guessing after tax and everything. It says, West claims that this will help free artists from an oppressive system. He wrote, Donda 2 will only be available on my own platform, the STEM player, not on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or YouTube. Damn. Today's artists are ju- get just 12% of the money the industry makes. It's time to free the music from this oppressive system. Many were not buying the explanation and suggested it sounds like a cash grab, more like, more like a cash grab than a statement about musicians' rights. I mean... They're kind of right in the sense that he has the infrastructure and the capital to make something like this happen. The average artist does not. I love the quote. Uh, the quote below. I'm but, not. <laughs> the, but, I'm not spending two hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. If you check on YouTube, somebody actually paid for it, and they're like, "I already paid it. I'm so happy. This is great. I want an expensive toy, Brett." So the question is, does that mean like all his albums will be on there, or is it like the stem player come with literally? It's like buying an iPod with one album on there. This like is that pretty shitty, bold. Like that crappy U2 album that came on the mm-hmm. <laughs> that okay. just got uploaded to everyone's iPhones. Like most things, Kanye. I feel like we're getting like a very like superficial point of view of this. He's got vision, right? So I want to know the vision about this thing Mm -hmm. because originally when I saw it, I was like, oh, he's, he's going off the deep end. Mm -hmm. This is, this is like the soldier boy, like uh, the video game system. This is bad, but okay. (laughs) But then I saw it and it's pretty cool, man. So okay, so go to stemplayer.com, I think it's the website. You can isolate the voices and, and make yeah. them into different frequencies and then just listen to the beats. Like the beat is so cool. So like the preview of one of the songs that you can see on YouTube, like this one guy, he did the that song and dude, the beat is not yeah. that bad. So I know uh, a lot of our audience is like only audio. So go to stemplayer.com, look at the I'm looking at it right now. You know what it looks like? It looks like the a uh, fire alarm. It looks like the JBL <laughs> yep. it looks like the JBL speaker that I keep that I used to have in the shower, the one that hangs on the yeah. yeah it, it looks, looks like. like that, both at and like a shitty fire alarm. <laughs> or it does. Honestly, it <laughs> Yes. The it technical looks, demonstration is good. It looks like the, actually, it looks like the time grenades from GoldenEye is what it looks that like. That as well, yeah. ironically. Uh, enough. It looks like everything. Yes. <laughs> Look at the tech demo on the website. Can you go to the tech demo? They, they literally picked the, per- they picked the perfect song for it. it. They picked the per- perfect song to show its features. However, I want to say, how... Like, how do you choose a song that you they want tell, there? No, they tell you. So each, um, Brett, can you scroll back up? I'm yeah. looking at the. I'm looking at all the facts about it right now. So you okay. want, want me to go back? Go so, back. So like, do you have to do it like in collaboration with your PC or something? No. So basically, there's certain buttons. You see that little scroll bar? Mm-hmm. We can't play it right now because the audio I know, will but, play for people. Um, basically, it's going to show you when it flips around. Okay. So do you see that little scroll bar yeah. that looks like the volume? Yeah. Basically, you click on it, and like each color tells you which album it is. Okay, that's <laughs> that's. I, I, let, let's face it this would never like you no, have to be an artist of kanye's <laughs> size to do something like this imagine the hubris of being like i'm not gonna let them play my music they're gonna have to carry a whole nother freaking device if they want to listen to my shit but it's so cute and it comes to, with a protective cover oh my god i love listen. it but miracle is clearly the target audience for this i product. am giving them the benefit of a doubt because like normally if i don't see a screen i'm throwing it in the yeah, trash dude. like I, I i loved my ipod shuffle the mini one with yeah. no screen but that's different i mean that was years ago <laughs> that's different the tech demo is really cool the actual demo is really cool but, but yeah i need to know 
what's the is the purpose of this to create like an alternative to alternative. like apple music and all that well, stuff he's saying that the the average artist doesn't get enough of their profits is he gonna give them profit like what's the well the it's only model? him so he's only he only he's gonna get the profits that's what i'm saying but like what's the profit model like is, that he's anticipating like isn't is, this is kind of like jay-z with title or whatever remember title was a thing. What's title? I don't know anything about Jay Z. Jay Z started a, a streaming platform called Title T I D A L like years ago. Really? Uh, and like it never really. I think he he since sold it. It's, I think it was referenced in this. Yeah. Okay. Here it is. It says he wrote after ten albums after being under ten contracts, I turned down a hundred million dollar Apple deal. Oh. No one can pay me to be disrespected. Like you have to have f you money to be able to turn down a hundred million dollars and say I don't want to be disrespected i'm sorry i think this is a risk and it may not succeed even if it fails he's so he's so well off it doesn't matter the average artist can't afford right. to do this but something will i feel something will come from this i swear like be, at least from the m it pushes the conversation into another direction about how artists are paid how, how money is made. Like you said, he has a lot of money though, so he can afford to invest in a project like this. Uh, mumble rapper number two on SoundCloud can't afford to have the mumble rapper player that people carry around in their pocket. Right. And like also, there's some people like me who are Kanye fans who like don't know anything about me. I'm, I keep like going through my vocabulary on my mind of things I can't mm -hmm. say. 70% mm -hmm. I can't. Yes, we, we we work very hard to keep this family friendly. Uh, yep. We try our yeah, best. Yeah, For realsies. You butthole. There we go. We can Thanks, say Miracle. that. Uh, keep going. But like, not everyone's like a music savant, you know? Yeah. Like, but even though the interface is simple enough where it really seems like you can play with it and just do normal things and really get like a unique experience from your song. I'm actually pretty hype about it. And I'm gonna bother Allison to buy it. I know you did to, earlier. No, I, I just wanted to show her, but that then Brett went in, went in with the hard sale. I was like, shut up, Brett. Te Not tech, yet. Tech companies made music practically free, so if you don't do merch, sneakers, and tours, you don't eat. Uh, I mean, he's right about that mm -hmm. in a lot of ways, but it's not free for them because they, you know, all those albums have to be stored on servers and have to, you know, at, at main compounds, it costs, it costs money to stream everything. It's just, they're not seeing a lot of the profits. And you're not making minimum wage, like chill yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. You, you can eat. I get, uh, and yeah. plus it, it does, uh, make an interesting debate about like artists these days have to be, and not just musicians, uh, content creators, YouTubers, TikTokers, they can't just do what they do. They have to do brand, uh, you know, brand promotions. They have to make merch. You can't be a single, uh, singularly faceted, uh, multimedia person now. You have to attack the business from all sides, something he's done well for a lot of years. So, is he, so he references Jay-Z. He says, West also references Jay-Z, who, who seems to have distanced himself from the rapper in recent years, saying Jay-Z made title and fake media attacked him. People, people like laughed at Jay-Z like, oh my gosh, you're starting your own thing yeah. because the media is evil. Mm -hmm. So it says, West also, uh, it says, this is far from the first time West's Instagram posts have made headlines as of late. Recently, he took to Instagram to attack comedian Pete Davidson, who's dating West's ex-wife. It's like they can't, they can't help but bring it into this article. Oh my God. No. I just love the idea. Like I, I want to see like a thing where Pete Davidson goes and buys the STEM player. Well, no, I can't talk as, like, about a this guy as, every, like, a... every week of my life. Not, not Pete Davidson. Kanye. <laughs> Kanye. Yes. Pete Davidson. No, like but here, 
we gotta get him out of the limelight you guys somehow yeah. pop culture crisis endeavor to make pete davidson not famous. sorry we uh we have journalistic integrity here and if if uh weirdo pete davidson is in the news then god willing we have to talk about it well, you remember where the young oh sorry no, that was no, gonna no, be political good. never mind you're good but um you remember that article that i sent you basically kanye apparently added him on instagram <laughs> I like it. <laughs> what if they just become like it, it's the it's the law it's the it's the friendship we never knew we needed. Like they become good buddies. But he used a That'd new account. Odd. He used a new account, so you don't know if it's Kanye. Or there not. was there was also a dude where like a guy sent like a fake thing to Kanye. He's like, I got Pete Davidson's uh, account, and Tony was like, What's his at? And the guy at him some like uh, it's like some like page with like a bunch of like. Uh, Bad, bad gifts <laughs> Kanye gets really mad and says Ugh, F you I bet. Mm-hmm. yeah so uh, what do you think of it I mean buy the expensive toy to me it's way outside like I said I'm not like a huge like I, I love music but I'm not gonna spend 200 and there there isn't an artist alive unfortunately for me that I would say that would maybe that would be able to get me to do this the closest thing you'd be able to do to get me to do something similar is to go see people in concert like that's by the way, I'm the same way. I don't even buy like the the collector's editions of no, games. No, no, I I don't do any of that. Like, I buy a standard edition everything. You streamer guys for buy free. Stuff? I haven't bought a, a like an album. Like mm-hmm. I can't even. I don't it's even. It's because album. First of all, albums aren't really the marketplace these days. Most people make their money off singles. Like right. you just. When I think of albums, I think of like, like my favorite albums of all time are like. Uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony, East 1999 Eternal, which is like a fantastic album from start to finish. Meaning that nowadays, if you were to put on any track in that album, I could start singing to you the start of the next track just because I remember listening to it in order so many times. I'm also, like, same every- goes for All Eyes on Me from Tupac or mm-hmm. Life After Death from Biggie. So, like, they don't really make, like, Kanye is one of the only people that's making albums now, still, mm-hmm. at least right. for my limited perspective on music most of people are releasing songs uh, on mixtapes but that's not the same thing as creating an album mm-hmm. so i'm like that with um what is uh fallout boy save rock and roll album like i re- uh i remember all the songs because like they released like a video uh a video drama for it i so, remember that mm-hmm. so i'm kind of like that but i'm really Dane, you have to protest and get us this expensive toy. I'll get it, baby girl. So we've got, then we've got <laughs> over here, uh, there's the information on Kanye, has an uh, inspiring new documentary on Netflix. So if we want to keep into c- positive Kanye news, it says viewers are mightily impressed with Kanye West's new Netflix documentary, which sees him early on in his career attempting to break into the music industry. You can watch a trailer here. Uh, so it's it's... Kind of cool. I don't wonder. I wonder if he was the producer on this. I'm assuming he was a producer on this. I started watching it uh, this weekend. And oh man, I didn't watch much of it. I I really liked how it was done. Um, it, because it has like a bunch of footage. Yeah, like that. That's the one thing I heard. Is, like a lot of like videos were recorded when they were very young. Yeah. Uh, when cameras were a lot less. Uh, people didn't have a camera on their phone all the time and that and that's that's a gold mine what they have yep for real so in, in that regard it's super cool and it's super cool how like even from the beginning people like had the perspective like this guy's different yeah you know? he's always been different so uh, i do want to cover uh, at least touch on the battery case which is uh dan looks very sad he's he's like man i couldn't dude. believe it i mean the uh, video is pretty wild I don't know if cop like this is one of those cases where i'm sure him being who he is will help him tremendously in the he'll end up paying out i'm sure out of court for this mm-hmm. like i mean the chances of him going to jail for this are 
about the same as me like winning a million dollars when the show is over because I'm not entered into contests winning a million dollars. Therefore, it's not going to happen. I don't know. If you're a protected celebrity, maybe. But like mm-hmm. he he's clearly being... Money talks, man. I, I don't see this happening. Okay. Could be. You could be right. You could be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like he's not. He's not part of the in crowd the same way other celebrities. Not anymore. Are. Mm-hmm. And so. like they, they people love to make examples. You know? So Kanye West could see soon see himself charged for allegedly attacking a fan outside of an LA hotel. We remember that. What would be funny about this and sad is like these are the same people who talk about how we need to have compassion for people who oh, have, yeah. who are, <laughs> who have mental illnesses. And we never talk about it as if he does. Cause he's, I don't think of him as somebody who has a mental illness, but they love to talk about, Oh, ho, ho, Kanye's losing his mind again, which is always really insulting and really uh, infuriating. Mm-hmm. So what are they going to prosecute him? Even though they are the ones telling us that he's somehow mentally ill. I oh. also hate it that they say he has the same mental illness as um, Demi Love. He does. Uh, well, he, he is he's a diagnosed bipolar. But the yeah. point is that you they talk about it like it's negatively. They they use it to to rag on him. And yeah. I hate that. Yeah. Yeah, that's yep. the reason why I hate it because like they treat it negatively for him, but when it comes to Demi, it's totally fine. She can go and get really. seances I mean, where she sings to give uh, to help ghosts deal with day. the She gets pretty clowned on. It's day. What? They they gets pretty clowned on. Demi's Pronouns are day. Thanks, then. thanks, Miracle. Oh, yeah. thanks oh, for the yeah. pronoun report. Hey, everyone, pronoun report. Whoop, whoop. They, yeah, Demi Lovato. They can give a concert. Uh, you know, protesting sexism for ghosts to help them cross over to the other side. Yeah. See, I can't even. Th- this is why that discussion is so infuriating. Mm-hmm. I can't even make like a comment about that mm-hmm. because the the adjustment of they them to uh, from just, she her it literally. F's with my thought process so bad that I can't even make comments about it. And it's designed to do that in a lot of cases. Yeah, because you're a bigot. You can't talk about it because <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I was about to make a comment and mm-hmm. now I can't because I can't remember. I want I don't want to be disrespectful. I'm trying to protect us. So that's why I was like, it's a day. There we go, baby girl. It's oh. a day. I'm trying to Have you to recognize us. your white blindness yet? <laughs> oh, no, Brett. No. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, you no. broke him. Uh, constantly. Oh, no. You broke him. She's but yeah. got miracles on me. Okay, we're good. Mm-hmm. There we go. Fixed. But yeah, we can't talk a lot about Demi because also Demi is the person who said we can't say alien because that's racist. Yes. Cool. Did you see? <laughs> I, I have no nothing to say to that. Did yeah. you see the, the, the video of the knockout? Yeah, I, I, did. I did. Yeah. It was kind Pretty of brutal. Uh, it's silly. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's funny to me because I just can't picture Kanye getting in a fight with anyone. I could see him yelling at people. So, do you think that guy was like overplaying for like a oh, nice yeah. little settlement? Like, he was yeah. like laying yeah. on the floor. Dude, I don't know if Kanye's got that I'm sorry. punching power. Yet. I don't care who you are, me, you, anyone. I get knocked out and it's uh, and it's Patrick Stewart or like it's like Jean Luc Picard knocks me out. I'm like taking a nap. Chiching. <laughs> like, I am. Exactly. <laughs> nap time for weeks for weeks, for weeks yes like uh like if you're not doing it you're not you're, you're not um uh smart enough to, to do it. you need to do that like if a cele- if you get lucky enough to get hit by a celebrity's car like that one where schwarzenegger ran over a car recently the lady's, <laughs> yeah. like, the lady's like i'm oh, a no. huge fan of your movies but oh my back guys you know it's killing me <laughs> she can't breathe um, it's like oh i'm just i'm not moving the same way i used to mm-hmm. the video's kind of messed up because like i think it's like the most 
Ah, oh, God, words. He's clearly going through a rough patch. Words and offensive language. No, but you remember is everything that runs through my head. I don't know how. To, I don't know how to convey this. I'll just, all I'm gonna we say. We appreciate is like, you being. Uh, thank you. And we I, appreciate your self censorship here, and, and I love you all. <laughs> but like, what I was gonna say is that it's. It definitely seems like out of all the videos that I've seen from him, where like he's having the biggest episode, mm-hmm. and I've seen the the clip, you know, where everyone's like he's mentally unstable, and I think. I can't express my feelings as to why that's like the darkest thing I've ever seen. But like this video, he's kind of like having an, an, an episode and yeah. his mm-hmm. also like his handlers or I don't know what the hell that person is. Like they're also like trying Manager, to, yeah, I don't yeah. Know, trying to keep him. You well, know? I don't know. It's just sad. Like how it it's all sad. going, but like, I honestly hope like this is all a hoax. I know it's not a hoax, but like, no. remember when I said this, when Hannah Claire was on, like, imagine like Kim Kardashian and him are sitting down all four of their kids and go like, hey, kids, mommy and daddy look like they're fighting, but we're not. We're trying to make daddy's like album go higher. And mommy's um, screw the kids up for life just so they can make a couple more million dollars. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like, I really hope that's the case, but it looks like it's not. And I feel really bad for him because, like, everybody's like, oh, look at Connie. He's having an episode again. Well, like, I wouldn't want to be a celebrity. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I would never want to have to, like, go through something that as traumatic as a, as a serious divorce when you've got that many kids uh, in the public eye. Well, let's stay married, bro. I got you. I got you. Wait, so you're cheating on Andy with that one? No, Andy, I mean, I don't know how, how it happened. Like, you just, like, popped out, out of the ether. But, like, I'm married to Brett, <laughs> Yeah, okay. as we know. It is what it is. The so, lore in the house is very, very intense. So, Brett, can you buy me that expensive toy? No, oh. I cannot. Okay, well, Dane, can Dane, buy it. help me. Guess your stepdad doesn't like you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, we're going to talk about Space Force. Uh, now, I have not watched Space Force, but that's not really the point of this article i i laughed at when it says why does netflix cancel some of its best shows and renew dross like space force first of all uh i believe the independent is from the uk or or ireland yeah they're from the uk because you can see a lot of the language is very can i get a google on dross please i got you okay so it says steve carell's uh i just get a huge kick of this because a lot of times these people i don't know if they just don't realize it they answer their own questions Mm -hmm. when they're writing these articles Mm -hmm. so it says steve carell's space Center sitcom is back for its second season despite a flat reception from critics. Well, there was your first problem, my friend. Nobody gives a crap what critics think. Even when we review right. stuff, I'm like, I'm not a critic because if I was a critic and I was able to go see these things for free from the studio, you wouldn't be able to take my word on it that it was actually good. You would have to just assume that I want to continue to get access. Mm-hmm. Now, when they don't uh, like something, you can usually assume that that's because it treats fans well or it's fun. Critics have this really strong aversion to fun, happiness, rainbows, anything anything that involves any type of smiling or positivity. Critics hate that. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm, I'm being a, a tad hyperbolic, but they're very... Um, stuck up and pretentious a lot of the time and you know that, you think so yes yeah. I, I i do Interesting. um and dane to answer your question it just it's another word for rubbish there we go yep and also apparently it was in the bible thanks oh. google they, they, thank you google so it says uh we all have that one canceled tv series series we're still bitter about maybe it's freaks and geeks deadwood firefly you are correct 
article writer. You are correct. Mm-hmm. Um, at least about this. The Critic Twin Peaks. Uh, I don't remember. I've never seen The Critic, but the rest of them I've heard of. Uh, the law, there, there's always a, there'll always be a reason for its cancellation. Lower low viewership, runaway production costs, terrible reviews. It might even be a reason you agree with. The sudden passing of a star, perhaps. Bill Paxton's Training Day. Oh, oh, like Bill Paxton started in the TV version of Training Day in like 2017. And then he passed away when they were in the middle of like season one hiatus, like mm-hmm. between uh, Christmas break and the start of the new. Like, yeah, that was sad because I, I actually liked that show. It was pretty, pretty dark. Um, so it says, or too many dead horses. Luck. I don't know what that means. Me neither. Right? I was, I was literally but, looking at that. What the, what the hell is that? But mean? that rarely makes it easier to accept. Mm-hmm. Time was when Netflix seemed like an avenging angel when it came to TV's wrongful cancellations. Back in 2013, one of the streaming service's first high-profile original projects was a revival of Arrested Development, the cult sitcom whose 2006 cancellation by Fox was long regarded as one of the most egregious instances of TV executive wrongheadedness. Also, you could add. Uh, last man standing remember mm-hmm. that got canceled oh my by, god i love last man standing uh, but it wasn't revived by um netflix but it was but I'm, I'm just saying it's an example of a show getting revived mm-hmm. i mean uh also lucifer. um lucifer, lucifer like- on netflix also longmire longmire went through two television networks mm-hmm. before it ended up on i netflix. was a huge arrested development fan and mm-hmm. when it the first time i bought netflix what was when like the it got picked up again and mm-hmm. went to netflix yeah saw 20 minutes of the of the new episode never seen arrested development <laughs> yep. again because uh i will say that netflix did a fairly good job when they when they bought longmire the tone stayed the same and it did not become any different but this was like in the early days of them buying stuff on netflix it's so hard so um can you explain what longmire is i don't know what that is longmire uh is a television series starring an actor named robert taylor and mm-hmm. lou diamond phillips mm-hmm. based on the book a book series called the walt longmire mysteries Oh, okay. um, uh, and it's about uh, a small town sheriff in a town called Absaroka, Wyoming. It's not a real town, but that's it's that a fictional town cool. in Wyoming. It's very, very good, and uh, it's uh, it takes place in the backdrop of an Indian reservation. Mm-hmm. And into if you can imagine how horrible that would be done today, with how on the nose everything is with the way they write television, it was done with deft hands and very, very clever writing uh, back then. So mm-hmm. very, very good. Um, but the point is, is that he answers his own question here. Nobody cares what critics think. The, if a show gets renewed, it has nothing to do with the critics. It has mm-hmm. to do with whether people are actually watching it or not. That's true. I'm uh, so upset about Black Mirror. So it says... Um, what uh, happened? They just stopped it. I well, blame- you know why, though, right? No. Because- Too real. No, they, they said essentially like the director was like, we, we want to do like something like Black Mirror, but mm-hmm. in a positive direction, because yeah. like we feel like we're opening the gates of hell, essentially. Well, <laughs> with everything. I blame them hiring like Miley Cyrus for that last season. I hate. No, I hated that. OK, well, I, like I, I hated that so much because I hate Miley with my aching soul. God, another person Miracle hates. So it says. I, I just want to skip through this article a little bit. It says, During its early forays into the world of original programming, critical adoration may have been enough to sustain a struggling Netflix, uh, a struggling series on Netflix. But now, with a cupboard full of a cupboard full of BAFTAs, Emmys, Golden Globes, and Oscars, Netflix's desperation for validation has pretty much dissipated. Validation from critics does not equal money, mm-hmm. advertising, revenue in any way, shape, or form. Nobody today is going online and thinking like, well, I wonder what the... Like, everyone who's watching Yellowstone is watching Yellowstone in spite of what people say about it, mm-hmm. uh, of what critics say about it. And there's an easy answer to the question that this article is presenting. So the question is, like, why will they cancel some things and not Space Force? Mm-hmm. Well, it's simple. 
Space Force is an ensemble show. Yes. It has Steve Carell. Steve Carell, uh, John Malkovich. Those two alone is enough to sell. But also, uh, there's another article I found here that uh, was from the. It says audiences are actually loving Space Force despite the terrible reviews. It's pretty funny. That is why people why it will get renewed it's pretty because funny people actually like it mm-hmm. it's it's the combination of those two it's like it's actually kind of funny yep. and number two you're netflix right you got mm-hmm. all the money in the world like the whole world's locked down everyone's watching right you just got like steve carell to like have his own show on your platform yep buddy it doesn't matter if it's going good we need him to be happy yep so we can pitch him other stuff yeah that's mm-hmm. that's as I say, it's like an actor like Carell is a commodity right so say they have some other project where they can get him on kind of like they did with all the actors they brought on Don to Cheadle's do, on too yeah like like a bunch of people those are names that draw eyeballs like Wait, uh, is it Don Cheadle uh in that show I have no idea um but Don Cheadle has done stuff for them mm-hmm. um, I think so or I'm thinking of Anthony Mackie did Altered Hold Carbon. On. Um, but t- but this is they had a good paragraph here at the end. It says, TV is an uneasy tussle between art and commerce at the best of times. For art to stand a chance of winning out, Netflix has to draw the line somewhere and accept that it's sometimes more important to be right than to be popular. It's a business. It is their job to be popular. They have to make money. They need people to subscribe. They need people to stay subscribed. To do that, it can't be about art alone. It has to be about what people actually want to watch. What does being right mean? I have no idea what the, what they're talking about there. Like it says, it's rare for companies to take right. the kind of tack. Uh, patience doesn't necessarily equate to profit, but Netflix is always branded. They're talking about. Um, do, you, do you have you ever seen the show The Wire? Uh, the Wire, which is a cult classic now and w- highly regarded as one of the greatest shows of all time. I've only seen clips of it, but like, um, legendary. had bad ratings when it was on air. No, um, really? One of the reasons being, first of all, it didn't have like an actual star. Like Idris Elba was like the bigger, probably the biggest name on the show, but it wasn't advertised as like a single person show, right? Mm-hmm. But they talk about here, they says, uh, in the paragraph says, uh, but it doesn't have to be this way. HBO's, HBO's groundbreaking crime drama, The Wire, kept getting renewed for five seasons despite low ratings and a dearth of awards. Now it's regarded by many as uh, as the best TV series ever made. HBO showed similar leniency with David Simon's even less marketable follow-up, Treme, which I've never okay. seen. Uh, I don't even know what that is. So that tells you everything. It's a good thing I, I re- really recently just saw this so I could comment on it because like mm-hmm. the comparisons to like... I don't think this is going to be a cult classic like The Wire. No, it yeah. will not. Because it does some of the like the stupid tropes things, the yeah. 21st century trope things that we're like absolutely sick of. It's like Plus it, The Wire is like ground was groundbreaking. Was uh, legitimately uh, ahead right. of its time. And and this is like just like it's funny but like all the white guys are dumb. Yep. A, a, all the minorities are basic they may as well be god. You know? Have you ever seen the the the, the hilarious meme says this is the group of, of scientists that discovered a black hole the black hole in in uh, in in Switzerland and it's a huge like uh courtyard full of people and then they said this is the Netflix version and everyone in the right. <laughs> yeah it's, it's, Where are the little tinks Yeah though? it's uh so it's a, but what I'm saying here is that if audiences are liking it, that's why it's getting renewed. It's not that complicated. It's fun. It's if, funny. It's Steve Carell. It's, Steve Carell playing Steve Carell, guys. It's it's a, and what more do you want? What's funny here is if you look at the 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 Rotten Tomatoes, seventy nine percent. That's pretty good, right? Like, audience seventy nine percent critic score, seventy eight percent audience score. So the critic score is actually higher. This makes no sense. Well, no, if you go to the other article. That's not bad, right? 79? If you go to the BGR article, if you scroll down, they said the 
season one, the critic score was like 36. Okay, so this is an overall mm -hmm. then. Um, mm, interesting. So the, that one might be updated because no, they but do have a new season. The critic score was was... 36 and the audience was always on the 70s yeah so, so again, audiences love theirs like, nobody gives a crap what pretentious film critics think they do not brett when did it when did it shift when, when did like uh, ghostbusters 2016 okay <laughs> that's the answer uh around that time i mean it was it's been going See on you guys for, on the next episode yeah. Uh, it's been going on for longer than that, but that was when it was so blatantly uh, like critics on YouTube who were not bought and paid for by studios hated the movie because they were fan. If you're a fan of the original Ghostbusters, nobody in the world could like Ghostbusters 2016. But then all the critics are like stunning and brave. Dude, I would love to talk about one day about the ratings of video games. Mm -hmm. We could do because that. You'd they, have to lead that one because I they just as an abstract gaming companies send like as test copies of the games so that the, on the day of the release you can actually have the review yeah and actually play the game most of the triple a titles come under the condition that it has to have a minimum score yeah oh yeah mm -hmm. and websites like ign oh God. are like kotaku famous famous for giving any piece of boop. Oof. sorry giving any piece of i can say it right yes Giving any piece of shit a nine out of ten. Yep. Any piece yep. of shit a nine out of ten because they paid for it. Yep. And that they it, have to keep their access. And, and if they and if they don't, then the studio's not going to send them the games anymore. And it was kind of like one of those things, where like like where everyone always knew, but like no one talked about it. But it wasn't until like some like, gamer. I think Gamergate. It, I thought it was no. It was like a Eurogamer magazine. Mm -hmm. Uh, they gave him a copy. I think it was like Kingdom Hearts something, whatever. I, th I think it was the game. No, it was a, an Assassin's Creed game. And they were like, hi, guys. Sorry, the review is going to be like a week late because these people told us that we had to give it a nine if we were going to review them. And like, we weren't going to do that. So I bet you that gained them a lot of support mm -hmm. to, to be honest like that. It did and it didn't. Wait, what do you mean by like, that? Like, it, it got support from like people like us who like want like an objective well that's point. what i mean we're the support that matters <laughs> that's what i say but like a, a bunch of people is like no like a bunch of people of any fandom think they're an insider even though they're not yeah like a lot of people think like their fandom is like what well, got the yankees the world series like number of times. <laughs> and th that's the same for the video game industry so like some people saw that as like dude shut up like don't spoil the secrets because like this needs to sell a trillion games because that's my mm -hmm. favorite franchise yada yada yeah keep going <laughs> that's it He's i'm, I'm looking okay yeah look uh that's my point. so i'm i'm looking at the yeah 39 percent audience score for season one and a hundred percent for season two and that's why it averages out there's something hinky there my friend was i watching season two then like, I, I don't know season two just dropped like last week so there's 96 ratings uh from critics at a 39 percent for season one for season two there is only seven ratings at a hundred percent. So, uh, critics just aren't reviewing it yet. If it just came out, but usually they would have had their review out before season two. Even critics dropped. suck. That's why. Basically, and but the audience score remains relatively the same. Eighty percent in season two, and season one was what? It was around. It was like ninety. So you're telling me the lesson? Seventy-five percent. So you're telling me the lesson is that you should just watch it yourself. You, Don't care about the reviews. Or if you're gonna, well, if you're going to use. Um, uh, if you're going to look for a critical score, look for the people that aren't paid to 
to give a good review. The people who aren't getting early access to this stuff, mm-hmm. your general audience score. Now, a lot of people don't like that because you'll have to wait to see what they say about it. That's mm-hmm. the problem. But uh, would you rather wait and get an accurate uh, assessment of what the general consensus of the show is, or would you like early access and get a bought and paid for uh, version of what the general consensus will be? So shows the problem. So the shows like it's like. The best way to get an accurate review is honestly a like-minded friend and ask them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Find somebody who like the most of the stuff that before we were doing this. Now I don't watch any reviews before we do stuff because I don't want to go in right with. Uh, right. You're a professional movie watcher, I guess. But like, no, uh, I mean, but we're not getting paid by like the studio. No. We're not connected to any studios mm-hmm. or anything like that. But like, I found like we did a few reviews early on here where I did watch reviews before we went before we di- talked about it, and it colored how I spoke about the project so now i don't like i actually have to wait until we get everything made i didn't watch any of the uncharted reviews Mm -hmm. anything revolving death on the nile or any of that until after we had put out all our stuff and then went to talk about it so it's a little bit different but beforehand there was like maybe three or four reviewers who i trusted the opinions of and then i would weigh based on their you know their stuff jeremy johns is probably the most reliable uh, in my opinion, on YouTube, Jeremy Johns, uh, Chris Stuckman, though Chris Stuckman is, uh, I, I tend to fight, to agree more with what Jeremy says than uh, than Stuckman. And then a lot of the YouTubers that I watch do their own reviews. Uh, Odin from OMB Reviews, mm-hmm. a lot of those guys. So, so unfortunately, like film and uh, TV don't have the benefit that video game players have. Is like yeah. we have Twitch, and if a yeah. new games comes out. Yeah, I can read reviews, or I can go on Twitch, watch someone play it, and look at the game actually as yeah. it's being played, and be like, "That looks pretty cool." Well, um, Twitch, if you have an Amazon Prime account, I think you can stream some of their Amazon exclusives on there. That's what really. Well, weren't you the one who said that Amazon? That was you? that was somebody else. Oh, okay, never mind. That was somebody else. But yeah, like Amazon exclusive stuff, you can watch it on Twitch. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes, but so, other streaming services they'll get you. Mer- 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 your opinion might be more valuable in this because you're a big fan of watching reviews and stuff like that. Now, do, you, do the reviews you watch come from people that I'm guessing most a lot of them still get stuff like mm-hmm. you like uh, Andre, Andre Blackner um, comedy, but he's, he's connected to companies. He's uh, connected to Disney, so he mainly um, reviews like Disney stuff now. But he did do like a reaction review to the Sonic. Uh, Sonic 2 trailer. He yeah. reacted to that and then he reacted to the Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, but I watched that um commercial before him. Mm-hmm. So, for me, I like watching it and I don't think their reviews cloud my opinion because I have to see it myself if I like feel like I should watch it. Has a brand ever been more devalued than Sonic? <laughs> I disagree with that. It used to that. be a cool game, mm-hmm. you know, that like was like a competitor to Mario, and now it's mm. just like they've they've expanded. He's I think I feel like he's better known for his comics now, and for and for what's going but to be happening with the movies. But who's reading comics? It, it, Diehard fan. Sonic, uh, Power Rangers, all of those like uh, GI Joe, all have dedicated fan bases that you know drop money on it, but it's just not mainstream. Sonic mm-hmm. video games are like historically the buggiest games, like. If you look at any speed run or like any like mm-hmm. super uber dork stuff, like it's always. I still watch Goldeneye speed run sometimes. Really, mm-hmm. I, I gotta watch one with you. Yep. But like every time you watch something about uh, Sonic or uh, Let's Play or anything, like people are like leaving the bounds, floating, flying. <laughs> it happens. 
Yeah, Car- I don't know. I, he's more. I think people care more about him in the movie franchise now. They're turning. He's now that we're gonna get uh, the Knuckles TV show after Knuckles. Uh, TV. They're gonna wow, do that, bro. and then they're also doing Sonic Three. Got green lit before two even comes out. Dang. So I'm those, so excited. I'm I'm okay with it. They listen to the fans. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's Turn adorable. Thanks. That's super adorable. But Dane, are you gonna watch Sonic Two with us? No. Oh. What? You're gonna come with us to see Sonic Two? Not after you left me when I want to watch Uncharted. Well, you can't watch it because you have to do your job. Oh, I'm petty. <laughs> I'm petty. Yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah, that's what. That's what. I that's thought. what I thought. That's but you got you gotta. I gotta have at least an hour in between my job. Well, we'll, we'll try to go earlier. Okay. But do you want to do it on the weekend? The movie. What not if we're out? gonna get uh oh wait we have to get a first um well we're not doing uh, the next one isn't until we go to the batman which will be in not this weekend but next but that, that i'm going a hundred percent yeah because tim wants to go i love yep. batman <laughs> yeah, of you do. do that again do you like constantine swear to me oh no i don't oh i mean i don't i'm, I'm indifferent about it oh well, Miracle loves Constantine, which is why we're going to talk about Constantine right now. But this trailer drawing is terrible. The trailer art is good. It's super ugly. Okay, <laughs> so let's ugly. let's go. Th- let me. I'm going to read the article first, uh, and then let's see. Is this the one where I had like I had like uh, yeah I had like questions for Miracle because uh, Miracle has a, a strong passion for all things John Constantine. Uh, I'm I'm of the opinion that the only reason she liked the car- character Percy uh, in in Legend of Vox Machina is because he looks kind of. Sort of maybe sort of vaguely like John Constantine. That that's they're a both big like, stretch. Yeah, it is a huge stretch. But that's when I when I saw him the first time, I'm like, man, every character Miracle likes looks the same. No, they don't. So, he made fun of me because I was playing that Disney game. You remember that Disney Japanese game that I was playing, and I chose a character. That with character looked like him too. No, it didn't. Yep. It had green hair. The pathology is consistent. Thank you. Okay, so it then. Says, Constantine, the House of Mystery original short gets a trailer. Constantine, the House of Mystery original short gets a trailer. Again. Mar- <laughs> <laughs> like that. Marvel and Love DC it. seldom like to miss out on a good trend starting started by the other. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so while Doctor Strange looks to be about to face punishment for messing with the multiverse of madness, DC's melting pot, uh, I think they met, uh, meeting out. Yeah, there it goes, melting pot. Meeting out demonic justice for John Constantine's similar sins. Before we go on, yes. is it not the saddest thing in the world that somehow Marvel is getting to a multiverse before DC could make a Flashpoint movie? <laughs> oh, it's how a- do you how do you screw that up? I mean, any don't tell me to shush, woman. Well, the TV show series DC did will it. screw up any any way possible. Yes, they, they hired Ben Affleck to be Batman. Okay, me and you are just gonna. This will never stop until you can see. We're just we're gonna throw. One day we're gonna throw hands. Okay, Listen. you heard this here, audience. Place your bets now. Dean's like a football. No, I mean he's I got wa- the reach. No, I, and I won the like- battle because in this relationship I'm the wife, and as people know, the <laughs> wife controls the relationship. So therefore, fair, fair point. Wait, why are you the wife? Fair know. point. He admitted that. So He's still masculine. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so it says uh, DC's meeting out justice, meeting out demonic justice for John Constantine's similar sins. Interestingly, the short seems to continue the New Fifty Two continuity that ended with Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. While the ND, while that ended with the Flash traveling through time to reset the clock, as the Flash mm-hmm. is wont to do. <laughs> 
He just can't ever leave anything alone. He's got to screw everything up all the time. Got to go fast. Got to go fast. <laughs> yeah. Run, Barry, run. Okay, so Constantine's extra-dimensional enemies still uh, still remember the timeline. Behold, Constantine, the House of Mystery. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Constantine, the House of Mystery, will be the only will be the only original short on the upcoming DC Showcase animated shorts collection. So, what does that mean? Do you know what, like what is an animated short from them? So basically, it's just going to be like. 30 minutes or okay, 25 so it's like a, minutes. It's like a television episode rather yeah. than a movie. Yeah. It's only one? It's only one, apparently. But um, if you watch Bro. all the way to the end, it says they're going to drop more. So there's going to be a Blue Beetle one, which I'm super excited mm. about. How could you be excited after seeing this animation? This is like... I know. The- I'm so like disappointed with the animation. He looks sickly. Do this you agree it, with that? This looks he like... He looks kind of... Lo- I, I, I Trust <laughs> me. As somebody... In recovery, I have seen many an addict who look very much like this. Well, that's how he's supposed to look like. But if you watch the trailer, like his animation is so ugly. It's super bad. It's so ugly. I hate it. But what about it? Did you hate? Um. So like he has more defined cheekbones, which like I don't mind, but it looks so bad. He looks almost wool, like uh, not. Don't look at that. Not vampire, but he looks almost. Um. Don't look at that. Look at the top one. Yeah, Yeah, he looks terrible. In that one, you can't look at the graphic they put. The, the graphic looks good. Like you get, you gotta actually like see the video. Yeah. The video looks reprehensible. So when Dragon Ball Super came out, everyone, yeah. oh yay, we're all excited because mm-hmm. the movie was really cool. Yeah. Then the episodes that was literally like making the movie longer for some reason. Yeah. Came out. And it was like Trash. embarrassing level animation where like people were like, "What's going on?" Yeah, see, you can see right there. He's hideous. I hate it. This is that level of, like, bad. It looks kind of like he was a werewolf in another life, and he just got... No, I hate it. Werewolf. I hate and, it. And now that I hear that, like, it's only going to be, like, 30-minute ones for different things, it's mm-hmm. like, but- how dare you, like puts the first one in the series this low quality. Yeah, but um, they're saying this is going to be after... um. What's it called? DC Dark's Apocalyptic. Uh, what? Uh, Apocalypse War. That's yeah, out. that one. That's already. That- it's gonna be after this. Um, like basically, it was after that one, but it looks weird because, like, in that movie, if you follow the storyline, basically he already has the mouse. Um, mouse. I mean, the House of Mystery. Yep. He already has it, so I feel like it's a prequel. But they said no, it's a continuation. Dude. So it's kind of weird that he doesn't have his like signature like five o'clock shadow the companies are getting so bad at trailers mm-hmm. so bad like movie trailers they've always had this problem but now more than ever the whole reveal the whole plot within 30 seconds have you ever watched a miracle scene i showed him like the it's like how to make a hollywood movie trailer mm-hmm. and it's just all it does it lists just like low blah blah and it literally goes like uh disjointed statement is it's like what does the guy say he's like he's like have you ever heard of the thing and the guy goes, yes, I have. It's it's really fun. I'll play it for you when we're right. off when mm-hmm. we're off air. But they're all the same, basically. They, yeah. No, but like in, in every industry, like yesterday they announced Street Fighter Six. Yeah, I saw the trailer for it. It's pathetic. Mm-hmm. It's literally like reused Jack, and then like some uh, Lo- Logan Paul essentially comes in and he's like, "What's up? You want to fight?" And that's it. Was it a trailer or a teaser? It's a trailer. That's what... Um, Those are different I, things. No, that's was, what IGN... It was considered a trailer. It's 20 seconds at its That's bad. not a trailer. That's a teaser. No, that's what I'm it, um, IGN labeled it on YouTube as a trailer. Then they labeled it wrong. It's uh, mm-hmm. a teaser is not... A trailer and a teaser are not the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's a trailer for the announcement of a trailer. Literally. <laughs> it's a teaser trailer. It's like, coming. But movie trailer... Like, I still get 
emotional watching I kid you not like when we were watching the like the the trailers for both of the Perot movies have been mm -hmm. particularly good because they use modern music for uh, a, a period piece which normally you'd think wouldn't work uh, and it's still outside of the standard blockbuster movie format like there's a fantastic shot of a crane pulling up above the um, the front of the ship right as the the Depeche Mode song kicks into a certain part. I love that mm -hmm. like video games might be different But I think like Hollywood movie trailers still get me pretty well mm -hmm. at least in the when it comes to certain genres Any gaming trailer without gameplay is a flop. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like so disappointed by the Street Fighter one I'm disappointed by the John Constantine um, trailer for the mystery house, but so it's it's voiced by Matt Ryan. So I'm happy for that. They redeemed that. Yes. Um, but before, so, so, so since the new 52 continuity ended, the DC animated features have primarily been standalone stories. The Constantine short trailer suggests that the animated universe might have a next phase in mind. So would you want to see more stories from the new 52 continued in continuity or just do standalone uh, projects? Well, I still want them to show Blue Beetle because I know Young Justice had Blue Beetle for yep. a little bit. I really want to see that. I believe they're doing him on um, Titans as mm -hmm. well. They're doing him on Titans, which I don't like that show, but I guess. I guess. It's whatever to me. But I don't know. I'm kind of excited, even though the animation's really bad. It's really bad. Like, Dane and I can agree on that. It's super bad. And Yeah, Jamie, the guy mm -hmm. from uh, oh my Cobra God. Kai. Oh my god, Miguel, let's go play. I kind of always like skim through things, mm -hmm. but like the trailer was so bad, I had to watch it from beginning to end just to mm -hmm. make sure that the animation at some point didn't improve. <laughs> and then Miracle, the part Miracle likes the most about this is it does bring back Matt Ryan. Mm -hmm. uh, Matt Ryan's coming back. Who uh, was um, the voice of John Constantine, not just in animated, but he was live action on the TV show that got like one season. Mm -hmm. And then canceled, and then they brought him back to do Legends of Tomorrow. Terrible. Uh, Terrible. I'm so upset by that. Uh, why? So when they brought him back for Legends of Tomorrow, it was, like, good for the first episode. And then after that, they dragged it too long. Well, he became a main character. Yeah, he became a main character. But then after that, they said, nope, you gotta go. Uh, uh, in season six, I believe. But mm -hmm. a lot of people were huge fans of him as, uh, as that character. I remember him as, like, he played... Uh, he played a character on the very short-lived Criminal Minds spin-off, Suspect Behavior. Mm -hmm. That was really funny. Criminal Minds rules. I love the original. I... The, so the first five seasons of Criminal Minds are some of the most... I've watched like 11 of them. Uh, well, I've seen all the seasons, but the first five seasons are particularly strong. But yeah, this animation disappoints me so much because DC Dark, like those two movies, how they draw John Constantine was so much better. So how should he be drawn? Well, he looks sickly. He okay. looks like he's actually dying from cancer I mean, because his character is dying from cancer. I bet but you if you got rid of the, the sideburns, he'd look a little bit better. I mean, the Those character sideburns? <laughs> the character models are ugly, but they're okay. But like the, the animation itself, like the fluidity of the movement, mm -hmm. atrocious. Mm -hmm. Okay. So no, like I just want him to have his signature like look where he has the beard and five o'clock shadow coming in. Yeah, that looks like whiskers, not five o'clock shadow. I should be yeah. drawn Constantine essentially. Yes. Yeah. Well, you need straightening up your hair, and then like, um, you have to say this. My name is John Constantine. I am the one who steps in the shadows. All, oh my God, all trench coats and ignorance. I will drive your demons away, kick them in the 
Okay. Okay, I'm not saying that. Like, what <laughs> long winded. You can't even say it. I can't because it's long winded. Basically, he's saying, "I'm gonna destroy you." I'm gonna destroy you. I'm gonna destroy you because I'm go. done. It's the abbreviated version. <sighs> so, uh, I just love him so much. She miracle does so. Then here's a good question for you. Since you're not going to have Matt Ryan after this, who would you cast uh, either voice or live action to play? Who's an adorable blonde that can pull off an asshole? Dane. Oh. Yeah, that that was that was a layup. Dane. <laughs> Who's an adorable blonde and a lovable asshole? Dane. For real. Font. Yep, he can play. That he may can. as well be my business card. Yep. Well, uh, put it on the business card. You yeah. should put it. Yeah. Do you know? You how heard that, Jessica? Get on it. Get on it. Make Dane into John Constantine. I was about to punch your faces if you said any of the Paul brothers. I, why would I say that? I would never say that. Because they're assholes and some people love them. They're beautiful, though. Mm. They're beautiful boys. They're beautiful. Not not the young one. The young one looks ghetto as hell. But <laughs> the older ones are beautiful. That's boy. interesting how you describe that. I don't know. I can rank pretty boys. That's Tom true. Holland could play John Constantine. He yeah, could okay. if you make him blonde. He's... He's, yeah, I mean, they're he's putting a, him in everything. Yeah, he is. <laughs> no, um, who's a good-looking blonde? Who's the guy who played Love Simon? I don't know if that is who. What? And there's a movie that's called Love Simon. It was like released in mid 2000s I, I know a blonde guy. All the girls love. Um, from the Supernatural show. Oh, which one? Dean. She or... gasped. Did you see her? She was like, <gasps> like oh my God. the two main brothers, Nick, Dean yeah. or Sam. Nick Robinson. I don't know. Yeah. The, Nick Robinson, the, the handsome, short hair, blonde guy. Who? No, yeah. I'm I'm looking up Love Simon. No, no, no. Dane is talking about supernatural. No. The, the handsome, Who? short hair, blonde, blonde guy. Which one? Dude, there's oh, there's two. One's blonde. Oh my that God. one. Like, <laughs> there's the multiple ones. Think... No, the protagonist. There's two brothers in the show, right? Yeah. Right. One's yeah. brunette. One's a blonde. Oh, I thought they were both brunettes, but um, you mean Dean, right? Dean. I don't know Winchester's. their names. I don't know their names. This one. <laughs> this one. I can't the long hair brother? or short hair. I can't see Brett's screen. Brett. Long hair or short hair? Short hair. Uh, then it's Jensen Eccles. Yeah. So Dean, Gene. Sure. Oh, sure. Oh, I love him. Sure. I, love I am sure. Like, I, like I've I seen all my cousins. All the fits. girls in the, that work here love that show. He's dude. It does something to women. Uh, I'm telling you. Like, I watch. I, I don't know what it is, but it does something. I enjoyed the first season, but didn't get into it nearly as much as, as the, everyone else. Okay, the last episode trash, but love it. I love it. It's something about like guns and violence and men like saving like other men and women from yeah. demons. That's <laughs> so great. I like how she says, D- we'll keep that in if mind. you save if you save men and women from regular stuff, that's lame. Yeah. But if it's from demons, that's just totally oh gosh. Michael, can I say something? Yeah. If a demon comes and gets you, I'm, I'm not letting doing, it get I'm not doing it. I am thing. not lifting not a, a finger. Damn thing. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, take her De- and not me. Deal with it. Uh, you guys wanted equality. <laughs> I right. never said this. No, that's that's Brett going on a riff now. Woo! I never said that. Woo! Hot off the IRL. <laughs> uh, I never said exactly. I wanted equality. You take, you take your manliness in heavy lifting. You take it. You got it. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> My we'll, knee is like hurting. All right, we'll get back to that then. My old knee is hurting because. Sarah asked me to help her lift You're like up something. You're like 20. <laughs> oh, my, my poor knee, she says. She's like uh, barely out of college. For real. Like, Jesus like, Christ. You're 20. Uh, excuse she me. Have a good I'm not tw- she's not 20. But she's, oh, 23. No, what, how old are you? I'm 23. Oh, my God. I feel... I'm 23. My back is hurting. If you round it out, it's 20. <laughs> Isn't it not? That... I don't 
<laughs> I suppose, yeah. You're an Asian. You were at a math class, right? What? Oh, hi yo. I don't know what math is. I don't know how to do that. Okay, we're moving on. We're gonna. That's t- true. But <laughs> we're talking talk about, about um, the. This is the battle of the century that nobody knew was going to happen. This is Cinderella versus Spider-Man: No Way Home at the Oscars. I'm going. God, to what are the Oscars the, if these the, are the movies? The Os- No, that that's the. This is the point. I actually love this. First of all, this is the Oscars like desperately trying to find a way to be uh, relevant again because they realize that being stuck up uh, cinema snobs doesn't actually engage with people. So they're like, "What are movies people actually like?" So they do like a fan category now, mm-hmm. where fans can vote for their favorite movie of the year. It's not the same thing as when the hoity-toity, high and mighty critics get to vote for right. what they because whenever they do that, it's a bunch of. It's dribble- that AIDS. nobody else has seen yeah <laughs> or yeah it, it's it's some type of like uh project that nobody's ever seen before and nobody would pay money to go see in the theater it's a great movie it's about aids like every every single movie about aids or handicapped people do you, like, no do you remember Oscar. back in the day it used to be like a thing like it was like uh i, I actors would be like i want to play a gay guy i, I bet yeah because they, it, they, it was stunning and brave listen now I, you can't do that because now you're supposed to stay in your own lane and you're not allowed to portray somebody that's a different sexuality than you listen up losers he, here's the <laughs> top five ways to get an oscar number one sean penn number two sean penn playing a handicapped person <laughs> number three meryl streep number four just general handicapped person in general or aids <laughs> you're welcome but yeah, or I, real or uh or like true life events. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's Brett's six take. Yes. I I gave you the top five. Yes. I don't know anything about this because I stopped watching because it all sucked. And the Cinderella movie with Camilla, so terrible. I hate it. Do you hate her? Good. I do. Okay, so it says Tom it. Tom Holland might have thought he'd make it to the Oscars this year, but it could be Camilla. Is it Camilla Cabello? Cabello. Camilla. Camilla. Camilla Cabello. Okay, Cabello, well, I don't know. Cabello. In Spanish, uh, it would be pronounced Cabello. But. Well, I am not uh, Spanish, so I, I can't do the. I can't but do I it. give her props. I like her song, Havana. Okay, so it says, who, it could be Camila Cabello who actually comes out on top as fan fave. How about that? According to Deadline, her Cinderella movie, which was released uh, straight to Prime earlier this year, is supposedly leading the race for the Oscars, the hashtag Oscars fan favorite category that the Academy cooked up out of nowhere. They literally cooked it up out of nowhere because nobody gives a living crap about the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Right, so you're uh, telling me if you if you lose half your audience every year, that's bad? <laughs> Believe it or not, dude. Get out bad. of town. Get out of town. Get out of that's town. crazy. Uh, so it says uh, the the Academy cooked this up out of nowhere, apparently in a bid to boost ratings and include mainstream popcorn flicks somehow, because it would just hurt too much for these losers to nominate a movie like Spider-Man No Way Home right. because uh, people actually like it. They have to make one category for the plebs. Everything else is going to... Yes. <laughs> proletariat yeah everything else is gonna be how like joaquin phoenix is gay but beyond <laughs> that they have to make one category for the plus so you can be like hey i enjoyed spider-man that's that's what it is it's, uh, uh, and the funny thing is he sounds callous right there he's not this is that's how exploitative the industry is mm-hmm. i don't know i hate that movie so much why did you make the fairy godmother a gay black man the fabulous godmother now it's called well, the, it's literally what they called it the fabulous god you God know mother. what? You yes, can suck queen. my bleep. It's not as creepy as Sneakerella. Sneakerella? Oh, I'm, I'm, lo- I'm looking at a trailer right now. What's going on? So, oh, this is the guy from the... Oh, my God. Wait, what guy? I can't say because it's... 
But like, okay. So it, <laughs> indeed, a lot of folks are also screaming "What" on the Bird app. I like how they called Twitter the Bird app. Mm-hmm. The bird. Uh, obviously, wondering how this can be. Uh, no shade to Cinderella, uh, to CC, Billy Porter, and James Corden. Yeah, because you can't offend people anymore because that's very rude. But their take on the fairy tale classic wasn't well received by critics. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Still, nobody cares. And mostly, ditto for normies that you should actually care about. You should give a crap about whether normies care about your project. Uh, the normies who actually watched it. It goes without saying Spider-Man No Way Home was the clear crowd pleaser this year, proven at the box office with record ticket sales. So what's uh, so what gives? Well, per deadline, it would appear folks tracking these numbers on the Academy site and Twitter see a trend. <coughs> Rabid fan bases swooping in and flooding the digital voting booths for their heroes and icons. When you court certain, certain audiences, now this goes big time for shippers. Shippers are the weirdest people on planet Earth. Shipper? Shippers, people that like you know, get fandoms. really into like certain couples being together in shows. I didn't know. Uh, That's like a thing. Okay, but not just that, but like uh, uh, Nicki Minaj fans, rabid. Taylor yeah. Swift fans, rabid. Taylor Swift fans are ra- Beyonce fans. Beyonce buddy. fans, rabid. So <laughs> oh, certain fuck. fan bases just have this tendency to uh, attract people in a certain way, right? Mm-hmm. right? So it seems that the people who love this Cinderella movie are apparently coming out in droves to support it, which is hilarious to me. Nope. It says the outlet says there's actually a huge push for Zack Snyder's Justice League. That would be a more... Um, but who is this girl? Like, is she famous? She's famous. She's, she's a very. Singer. She's a very well-known. She's the ex-girlfriend of Shawn Mendes. She's a cutie. Uh, I don't. Eh. Dane probably doesn't even know who Shawn Mendes is. Not, not an idea. I, I, I wish uh. I didn't. I only remember. Sha- I only know Shawn Mendes because he had like a song that ended up playing in like an episode of uh, Stitches. One, no, an episode of the 100. Every time I find a girl cute, you think they're repulsive. Like, what's going on? <laughs> I just hate her acting in this movie. I just thought she's a cutie. Well, she's okay. Damn. Netflix okay? is where you go for cuties, apparently. How is that movie still on there? Oy. Wait, it's still on there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's still on there. That's they, saddening. Uh, I'm of two minds on that, really, because uh, I have a hard time. Be, like, everyone says they're against, like, cancel culture and against censorship until it offends them. I mean, have you ever met a French person? <laughs> like, it it makes true. sense. But, yeah, Dane, I'm so sorry, but you like this. I love how the, how she does this. Yes, I do. I think she's lovely. Like she's quite pretty, <laughs> they just though. show me pictures of beautiful women. It's like you think beautiful yeah. women is beautiful. I, I'm I'm gonna have to go with Dane on this one. Um, <sighs> miracles wrong. That's okay. So th- this is why like, this is important. So it says uh, on this thing it says uh, Amazon's uh, Cinderella musical leads Oscar fan favorite poll. But then I want to go over here. This is where it, it gets funny. So it says here is your scores for God. That's a creepy picture. Forty three percent. Critic score, 60% audience score for Cinderella. Spider-Man No Way Home, 93% critic score, 98% audience score. Does the audience actually get to choose or is it like an audience category where our overlords have an opinion on it? No, audience, you can, anybody can leave a review on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. It's divided up into two categories Uh, where it's verified or not verified. I'm talking for the Oscar. Like ultimately, ultimately the winner who gets to choose it, the Academy or the people? No, this is a specific category just for fans. So they vote in. Yes. Okay. Um, So here it says, uh, but it, it, my guess is that this has more to do with just the fan base being very, very, very rabid, and uh, which is weird too because I see so much online for Spider-Man No Way Home still. Yeah, like you saw it finally. 
Yeah, it's pretty good. You liked it. I mean, it's it is what it is. Uh, it's good. It's a good movie. I love this kid, Spider Man. Uh, my my weirdest take is I actually like the Andrew Garfield movies. I thought they were like the most. <laughs> That's me- where you're wrong. No, they I, were cool. I had nothing wrong with the Andrew Garfield movies. Um, according uh, to the audience, you're wrong. I but- do love how people are now like retconning that they like. I liked it the whole time. I actually did, and, like, and I saw all of them in in uh, in airplanes. No, <laughs> yeah. perfect. It's like the modern day version of seeing it on uh, on at home on pay per view. Mm-hmm. So it says Cinderella might just win an Oscar for the fan favorite category. Kay Cannon wrote and directed Cinderella, which is of course based on the classic fairy tale. But- fairy tale by charles perrault see the problem when i read it really is like i i get like two words ahead because i'm trying to anticipate because i'm really dumb I'm, you read I'm, quick i'm, I'm, I'm dumb You're um not dumb. Uh, shut well, up i'm always i i always feel like i'm reading too much so i start reading faster which is a problem i i have to learn to to scale that back the music's uh the musical film stars uh singer camilla cabella as cinderella Marking her acting debut. Was that true? That was her first time acting? Yep. Okay. All right. Um, she, she was a part of Fifth Harmony also, if you guys want background. Don't know why any of this one. Work from home. <laughs> yes. Um, Dan would love that song if you heard it, I'm sure. Wait, you never heard of Fifth Harmony song, Work? Think of like a, a less cool version of the Pussycat Dolls. Yeah. They won X Factor. I didn't know that. I just know who they are. Yeah, they won X Factor. Like, basically, they, um, it was like, it's how the story of One Gretchen became, but just women. So, there's so many terms that I don't know anything so, you're saying. So, basically, they- They won all, a contest, and they're not that good, is what the- Yeah, the, yeah the, basically. Right? And, the gist of it? We're, me yeah. and you aren't exactly the target demographic there. So, basically, what happened was they entered into X Factor- individually and then simon cowell's like no you guys are better together you sound better together it sounds manufactured <laughs> like I, I don't know if i actually buy that they actually yeah. I, I, that's, what he, that's what he did for one direction and then they all went to different directions so the but here's the if you look on the screen Ironic. this is the yeah. movie that had the very um it was the uh what would be the term for it uh, uh terrible very, no trash um, rubbish <laughs> dars Tell us how you really feel. I really hate Contra- this movie. The controversial take on the fairy godmother because it's portrayed by Billy Porter, which is clearly not a girl. It's a guy. Um, you don't know that? <laughs> I have not seen down there, so you're right. I, I don't know that. But people were very um, uh, offended by this. Uh, what's funny is like people were talking about how they're like, oh, people just hate these remakes now because they have other other races in there. And then somebody pointed out that goes, Sure. Yeah, like, like my that's fi- what's happening. Some, like a lot of people in my age, like their favorite version of Cinderella is the one played by Brandy Norwood, mm-hmm. uh, the singer Brandy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yes, oh, oh. Uh, she she did the original Moesha, being one of my favorite shows of all time. She played her own Cinderella. She she, she played Cinderella. Yep, uh, and that was very good. Mm-hmm. But also there was Moesha, which I loved that show, and she was also. Uh, in, in the second I know in I still know what you did last summer but we'll mm-hmm. forgive her for that one that wasn't her fault I don't know Brandy's I hate awesome. this movie God, I, I hate that movie give Spider-Man yep. a recognition please yep Spider-Man please, because like award. people like it and Dane is giving me like this weird side eye I just have this feeling that this award is gonna be like a category of the movies that the actual people like that yeah it's for and plebs then they are gonna vote on the winner and it's gonna be the one with the propaganda <laughs> we'll, we'll uh we will we'll let you choose the movies in the category that's as far as yeah. it gets mm-hmm. i bet i yeah. bet that's it 
because well, yeah, how do you know for? I mean, really, yeah. how does anybody know for real who actually won? Spider-Man was good, but it got a zero on the little things. There, there oh. it's, it's very low in the social message. I'm just gonna it's call very low in the I'm just gonna call everybody racist because nobody likes Zendaya apparently. Give Zendaya and Tom Holland a chance to win this Oscar. I, just, I like Zendaya. Uh, I think Zendaya is uh, kind of grating. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Zendaya. Yay, something that Brett and I kind of agree on. Good for you, too. But I like her when she was, like, first... Or act- let me say, I, I shouldn't say that. I should say that I don't like her as that character in Spider-Man because I don't think it works. Mm. It's it's a different portrayal. Like, it's not... Because, like, Mary Jane was, like... The standoffish, rank, jerkish... Rambunctious, yeah. like, funny, mm-hmm. and... The standoffish, jerkish personality, I'm over it. I'm over it. We watch. We tried to watch a show called a movie. A, a movie called Kimmy, mm-hmm. and Zoe Kravitz has to play this kind of. She's an agoraphobic person, but she's just so snarky and annoying the whole movie. I think she can't act that kind of role. That's- well, she's she's a fantastic actor. I'm not. That, that's not me saying Zoe Kravitz is snarky. And this is a big problem in this industry. Is like when you make a comment about a character, people think very either low IQ or bad actors. Uh, think you're talking about the actor themselves like oh zoe kravitz was annoying in this role and then they're like oh so you just don't like her because she's this skin color or because she's a woman like no it's a character the race and the gender is uh unimportant to whether the character was actually good in this case it just happened to be that character that sucks i also think tom holland plays the same character in everything he does he was uncharted he was basically just peter parker without spider-man powers the whole time that does has nothing to do with his gender or his uh or or his sex or his race whatever it's like people casting con- people confuse the two when you're when you're making these uh judgments about them because they want to be bad actors i hate that or they're just dumb and mm-hmm. i don't know which is worse a uh, combination with the two yes uh, some bad actors in india so that's just my my take mm-hmm. on this but yeah i was not a huge fan of zendaya uh in that role i i'm not from i have not seen her in euphoria i won't watch euphoria because of my own reasons but i've heard she's fantastic in that and if she is spot on that's awesome i i love her when she used to be on disney as a disney actor really and, yeah is that her background yeah so she started acting on disney so she played as uh cc on shake it off or no, shake. Yeah, is it called Shake It Off? I forgot what the movie. Is. I have um, no idea. God, I'm old. It's a TV <laughs> show on Disney, but basically, her and Bella Thorne they started acting together on that show, and they did a lot of dancing. And then after that, Disney tried to make them both into singers, so they have a smash up song together. And then um, Zendaya, she played in the movie by herself that's called KJ, and it's like a um, basically a super spy movie or an agent, whatever. That one was good, and then she played in Zap. In Zap, it was basically like her phone glitched out, and it made her a boyfriend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay then. Welcome to Disney. For real. Oh boy. And then, like slowly, she made her way up, and like I loved her until the BLM stuff. Yeah. No, that's we're we're grazing into the political. That's uh, mm-hmm. like I said. I try to like we we actually talked about it in IRLs. Like I try to avoid actors social media presences because uh, one it's just i don't care like mm-hmm. part of it's like uh i, I post uh, on my instagram i post nothing but skating and funny memes that are for the most part pretty neutral like people who follow me don't really follow me to hear my hot takes on socio-political issues oh my god dane i can buy you a barbie of fifth harmony of Camilla Cabello. Uh, what's her last name? Cabello. Cabello. What are you waiting for? <laughs> I can buy it for you. It's from 2014. 
Dear God. <laughs> Miracle literally, like, her life exists in the form of dolls, toys, and uh, various other things meant for people much younger than her. What do you mean? I like food art that looks like earlier, cats. Guys, we were talking about, uh, earlier in the show, when we were talking about the Kanye stem, uh, what's it, it's just called the stem player. Yeah. Miracle's whole basis for wanting it was, quote, I, I, and I'm quoting here, it's so cute. It is cute. Because when I'm thinking of buying electronics, the first thing I think of is whether it is cute or not. Hey, man. Uh, <laughs> it'd be a historic review. I don't think a lot of people would buy it. Well, we might uh, we we may do so. So get with on the boys. The, the point is, guys, uh, go spider, go vote for Spider Man No Way Home for a fan favorite category. They won't say. hear your votes. I'm gonna tell you that. I'm telling. I bet. Remember where you heard it. Yeah. So that's my thing. You want to talk about uh, Dane? This topic is specifically for you, and that is uh, video games are beating movies at their own game. <laughs> Dane. Imagine my shock. Get out of town. Get no way. Out. So it says, after 15 years of false starts, Uncharted has finally come to the big screen. A film ad- adaptation starring Tom Holland as Nathan Drake is in theaters now, kicking off the, kicking off PlayStation's expanded media strategy. I can literally hear like the the rich stuffy guy in the suit in the boardroom giving his expanded strategy speech to the to the other members of the board, all full of corporate speak. It's like, and it's gonna have synergy and corporate government. All those words that you only hear CEOs say. Sweet mm-hmm. use of synergy, bro. Thank you. <clears throat> it's gonna have tons of corporate synergy from it's gonna go from the PlayStation on the in their homes to the PlayStation on their screens to the PlayStation in their movie theaters. It's there gonna be go. tons of corporate synergy. I love it. So it, says, <laughs> it has everything you'd expect from a big budget blockbuster, bankable stars, flashy set pieces, and some comical product placement. That yeah, the Papa John's product placement in uh, Uncharted was hilarious. There was a Papa John's one. No spoilers. Oh yeah, there was a Papa John's. A whole scene happens in a Papa John's and Miracle says, there was a Papa John's one. I guess that means they did a good job because Miracle doesn't <laughs> yeah. remember. But uh, let's just say, if it was not product placement Miracle, it would happen at random pizza place number one yeah. with random uh, settings number uh, on the on like the sh- on the tables. Not like he's picking a guy up and there's like a perfectly placed Papa John's cup so you can see the logo <laughs> like right in the shot. Okay, but basically what happens is they go to Spain, I believe. Yeah. Yes, they're Spain. in Spain. They went to Spain and apparently Spain has a Papa John's. Dude. Hey, when I was in Spain, you can get beer at McDonald's there. Yeah. It's a, oh my God. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I mean, I can't drink anymore. Let's go now. But let's <laughs> go. Oh my God. We the should the millennial go. urge to say let's go before doing just about everything. <laughs> Dude, dude, yesterday was like, sorry, like little parenthesis. Yesterday was like the finals of like the Capcom Pro Tour for Street Fighter. Yeah. And it was like sponsored by Arby's. And like, we're, <laughs> we're just talking about like terrible ad placement. And they had the commentators for that be like, that's a great matchup. It kind of reminds me of Arby's meaty sandwiches. All of the meats. All of the meats. <laughs> no. And I, and I was like. Count me in. I will never go to Arby's now. Do I you love, guys understand I love Arby's. marketing? I'm sure. Yeah. But like, had you watched this, you'd be like. I think I'm going to go to Quiznos. Yeah. But no, it's funny because I think Key and Pill uh, made a skit about it. Where Key they... and Peel, not what? Key and Pill. Sorry. <laughs> I can't even right now. I'm Sorry. dying. But yeah, so they made a skit about that where like every Super Bowl. No, no, no it was a adult swim where they said um basically every super bowl commercial you'll see and it's just the commentators like advertising for every food restaurant or product placement it was, it was so good because they, they got a bunch of like players to be uh, to be like 
since it's like COVID time. Yeah. They, they got a bunch of players to be like as the audience and they had to like react like, oh my God, Arby's, Jesus Christ, you're changing my life. And then they had like the regular Street Fighter 6 mm-hmm. and their mics were muted. <laughs> you can ju- ju- just see their fake California reactions to this. They were all like. My favorite thing on YouTube is is like reaction channels where mm-hmm. they're like over the top. Like like reactor. Well, like um, I know Korea, they like doing the overreacting. No, because I love them. I, 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 it's a soft spot for me. Like uh, I love watching watch people reacting to Bill Burr comedy is the greatest thing. Oh my god! On mm-hmm. Earth, uh, it's it's <laughs> did incredible. You, did you see his Philly rant? Yes. Oh my uh, god! Watch um um yeah, watch any of the Bill Burr skits uh, and then watch people reacting to it. You will you will you'll get addicted. Mm-hmm. So it says uh, the film adaptation of Uncharted underlies an awkward reality for Hollywood when it comes to big budget spectacles. Uh, movies are no longer the best way de- at delivering action. Video games have superseded them after over a decade of trying to emulate them. So you look at Dane's face. Imagine <laughs> my shock. Uh, when Uncharted, Drake's Fortune, first launched in 2007, it was an ambitious release. It captured the treasure-hunting thrill of Indiana Jones and put it in an eight-hour-long video game. It wasn't perfect. It wasn't a perfect first draft. Who can forget the zombie-like descendants? <laughs> but it was a turning point for the industry. It showed that video games could be more than mindless fun with strong writing, well-developed characters, and spectacular action. Developer Naughty Dog would spend the next decade sharpening its skill skill set with every game. Uncharted 2, Amongst the Thieves, ratcheted up the thrills, opening the game with an unforgettable train sequence that still wows to this day. Really good game. Uh, so they just go through. It says the games are so immersive and already so cinematic. The action is beyond movie quality. Fleischer told me uh, when he spoke in Fleischer. That's Ruben Fleischer. He's the director of the film. Um, it's the last part that sticks with me the most, but he's right. As graphics have gotten better and budgets have ballooned, games like Uncharted 4 now present players with unrestricted excitement. There's seemingly no limit to what games can deliver, bending the rules of reality and physics to create inventive sequences on a massive scale. One thing I've noticed is like. Uh, I am a addicted um, IMDb or whenever I'm watching something, I am looking up who's in it. I mean, one of the reasons like people ask me, like, why do you know so much about these industries, especially for somebody who's like not in the industry itself. But I've noticed over the last 10 years, uh, uh, when you see a lot of these voice actors, the, the more talented voice actors that get a lot of work, it used to be all animated movies, yep. but more and more of that industry is gobbled up. By video, by them doing video game roles, they're working on uh, video games constantly yep. because there's just more money dumped into it. There's more projects coming out all the time, so it says uh, some things just work better in a video game. In a video game too, that's another thing we've learned. For like me and Miracle are, are very partial to DC in the animated film universe to to live action because the comic book genre just works better in animated. You can do things that actually bring them from the comic panel to the screen better than you could live action. It just doesn't work the same. It gets lost in translation. Mm -hmm. And video games are becoming a place where now, not only is it interactive, the cutscenes are basically a movie anyways. So, Also, how how do I put this? Um, (laughs) When you add, sometimes movies add features. I I don't know if features is the word, but they add effects or they add like... Mm -hmm. And now played by the rock, you know, they, they add like more things to like make the viewing experience more linear. Mm-hmm. Whereas video games, some 
the the since the experience isn't linear you can do the things on your pace and the way that you want so you consume your media in a way that you enjoy so just the nature of the storytelling is so different from one right. genre to the other that they don't translate as well correct so like you'll do all the things that you like you'll avoid all the things that you dislike if you can yep. and like with movies like everyone has the same experience from beginning to end yep i mean you may interpret it differently but right. it's projected the same way so uh, then they go into here about the interactive factor. They says gaming, uh, gaming, games upping their visual capabilities only puts them on par with movies, but it's the interactivity that gives them a real edge. After all, it's more fun to feel like you're in the like you're the action hero than to watch someone else have all the fun. There's something to be said about that. Also, I think okay, the reason why I think video game movies typically don't do well, often video game fans. They obsess about like who should actually play the character yeah. everywhere in the movie. They mm -hmm. never get the person. They never get the actual person. Nope. Like uh, I'm, I think for the Uncharted movies, there's been uh, for the Uncharted games, there's been a bunch of discussion of who, who should be like yep. uh, Nathan Drake. It, I mean, I love the kid, but it wasn't him. Yeah. That they, they weren't like talking about him. And and the the studio has to look at it from a different perspective. Like a lot of the actors that I suggest for parts are usually TV actors that I'm very that I've seen do very very strong work, but they don't have the bankability that a movie star is going to have. I just wish they understood if like if you took it with the seriousness that like <clears throat> Marvel did when they were like doing the Spider-Man movies and whatnot and do that with video games like with the budget and with the actors like for example my dream in life is for there to be like a like a four or three part movie series about Final Fantasy VI, my favorite mm -hmm. video game. There, there's a villain in that game that's famous. It's called Kefka. He's mm -hmm. like a mad clown. You can do a mad clown really bad. Mm -hmm. Like you could get Jared Leto to be like Jared Leto and mm -hmm. like ruin it, or you can get a method actor, right? Mm -hmm. Like uh, what's his name? He was Batman in Christopher Nolan movies. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Mm -hmm. Christian Bale is one of the greatest actors of all time. Mm -hmm. Actually, incredible get, method actor. You could probably get C Cillian Murphy to do that. Yeah. Um, who played uh, Scarecrow? In He'd those also movies. be. But like, but these are like tier one actors. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, you, the thing. A lot of the actors that I end up thinking would be great for things are not tier one actors. They're they're television level actors that mm -hmm. I that I've seen give strong performances that echo aspects of whatever I'm I'm looking to see get made. So they're not going to draw the fans in, so they're never going to get that role. People that take the source material seriously are obviously number one, but also people that get into it. Yeah. And like Celia Murphy is like an actor like that. Yep. Well, how would you feel if he's playing Robert J. O he's playing Robert Oppenheimer in the new movie about uh, the guy who split the atom. That seems awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. It's a new Nolan movie. Yeah, but how would you feel if they didn't cast um, Tom Holland? They cast like uh, Robbie Amell. You know, the Robbie Amell's not a big enough star. I don't to, know who that is. He's, he's Stephen Amell's nev, uh, cousin. 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 He's uh, he was on the show, not being human. He was on uh, Tomorrow People. Yeah. He played uh, he Firestorm was, on Legends of Tomorrow. Issue. He's also the actor for um the, my um uh, the babysitter. Stephen Amell would have been a great actor for Stephen Amell is ripped. Steve. Yeah. He, here's another thing they they can do, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm like taking long on this. No, you're here's okay. Here's another thing they can do. Games have easy, memorable parts, usually because they're difficult. If you can somehow convey, oh, the difficulty, with, right? Yeah. Within the movie itself, was like, oh, that was the part most people got stuck on, and like a little, like, oh man, I've been, I was stuck there for hours. That'd be hilarious. Mm -hmm. That'd you be know? really interesting. Yeah, because like they, they just try not want to make it a movie, but they forget the source, right? So like, 
remember your source material, respect it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Get high quality, like you know how Papa John's get high quality ingredients. Get yeah. high quality actors, yep. high quality scenes, high quality dialogue. It'll be good. But if you keep just being like, he's a cute boy, why don't you put him on it? No, dude. <laughs> yep. Because like the the people that want to watch this didn't come for the cute boys. To be fair, uh, Tom Holland isn't like he he's he cool. bulked up like mm-hmm. a lot, he's but he's jacked. but he's just. So his voice he sounds like he's 12 years old yeah and like, like yeah. Nathan, and somebody, as somebody who hates the sound of his own voice i'm not trying same. to be i'm not trying to be rude no but like and but and nathan drake in the movie is he's kind of seems like 30 something ish tom holland is very ha- clearly in his early 20s well, has lived life you know yeah. has like well they did like make a joke they poke fun at him in the beginning part where he's like aren't you a little bit young to work at a bar yes because like he looks like a little they kid. They have to. They have mm-hmm. to poke. But uh, that. But that's the thing. They got the uh, the it boy mm-hmm. to do the movie. They thought that was gonna be good. It's like, guess what? He looks somewhat like him. Acts nothing like him. Yeah. So this is just a Tom Holland movie. Yep. This isn't yeah. Uncharted. It's, it's, it's a Tom Holland. It's movie. It's Tom. Ho- it's it's Peter Parker without <sighs> superpowers. He's wearing Uncharted blackface. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Think of it that way. <laughs> you know, like it's like Uncharted face. He's uncharted face. He's uncharted face. Yes. Okay. Dane uh, has left the building. Yes. Uh, we've got one more topic to cover here. And I'm canceled. Uh, <laughs> no, that's everything you just said was perfect. Like it that's, was perfect. I, I just wouldn't choose blackface as a description. Okay. Well. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, you didn't hire me to be. <laughs> you didn't hire me. Period. Yeah. Miracle didn't hire yeah. me. So, I did it. Okay. Corrected. So, Miracle, I want your opinion on this. Kissing. Uh. Kissing. No, I, I know you love the show Hannibal. Yes, um, I do. Uh, the show Hannibal was uh, the criminally underrated ABC show mm-hmm. from 2013, I believe, 2014. All the way uh, to the last season was good. Yes. Uh, it takes. It's about uh, the character of Hannibal Lecter um, and the back-and-forth race he has with Hugh Dancy's character, which is what's the name of that character in the show. It's... Um, it's not Joe. It's not no, it's not. But uh, so we've got uh, so it's it's been almost seven years since NBC canceled Hannibal. So it's uh, the agent who's after Hannibal and Hannibal like there he's seeing Hannibal as his therapist and doesn't mm-hmm. realize that Hannibal's the guy he's searching for. Mm. It's crazy. Um, uh, it's just, and yet the enthusiasm. Oh, it's Will. Will, Will Graham. Will Graham. Um, uh, Hugh Dancy and Mads Mikkelsen. M- Mads Mikkelsen is obviously when you talk about tier one actors, I would put Mads Mikkelsen up there as a, a Hugh as a a uh, a tier one actor. I would actually say that back in the day, Hugh Dancy would have would have qualified as that as well. I don't know, but uh, he's too short. That's and also, what he, he's a he's definitely a tier one actor, and he's a guy they often get for video games because he has mm-hmm. a very like distinct look, distinct looking <sighs> face. Yes. So again, mm-hmm. top tier quality actors taking the source material seriously he's, it's also funny because he, he's he's also very like vocal about how he only does hollywood stuff for the money mm-hmm. like he likes to act in projects i don't know if he's danish or, or where he's from but he likes to do like his local mm. like pro- productions but he does the hollywood stuff because it's financially beneficial God i bless. love that oh do so you want me to search up what race he is that's not his race uh <laughs> miss but- that's his uh <laughs> just look up where danish. mads where mads mickelson is from he's um from denmark okay so danish yeah, he's yeah. a Dane. He does. He does. <laughs> oh, he's a great. Cute. He's a great Dane. Mm. 
So it says, uh, creator Brian Fuller stars Mads Mikkelsen and Hugh Dancy, along with millions of fans all over the world, haven't been shy in, vo- in voicing their desires to see the stylish psychological thriller brought back in some capacity. And there was even some genuine hope for that while Netflix could step in and make it a reality. After, <coughs> after Hannibal reigned as one of the most watched episodic efforts on the platform for weeks after being added to the library. Yeah, th- like it went on to Netflix like right as COVID was starting mm-hmm. and got this huge bump in viewership. Also, they didn't mention Lawrence Fishburne in like a guest star not guest starring but like supporting role in this show mm-hmm. yeah that's a big role uh so it says uh as it stands the season three finale oh and what who else what the it's got um no never mind it's fine i don't uh, know what you're trying it's fine. to uh, what? As it sta- talk about hannibal who else was in there um, uh, so it says, as it stands, the season three finale uh, still marks the end of the road, as we know, for Hannibal. And Fuller is starting to regret that he didn't end things on a note that Fanables. <laughs> Get it? They're fans of Hannibal. Fanables? It's great. I love it. Uh, uh, has fa- uh, that Fanables have fantasized about for years. Speaking with Entertainment Weekly, the filmmaker admitted that he's been getting to wish that Hannibal and Will Graham's final on-screen moments together had been sealed with a kiss. No. Would it have no. made sense? This is pandering. No, no, no. Because legit in that show, there's like a hint of gay. But there's a hint of gay. The, the, point, gay. the point is, is that it's a hint, and that's why it works. Because it's done so quietly, so yeah. deftly, it is left up to interpretation, and that's the beautiful thing about the art of it. No. One of my you favorite, are wrong. One of my favorite classes of all time it was a theater class. And what they what they would say is that all the best media shows and doesn't tell exactly show right. don't tell right. show do not tell in this you could have implied I that know. Uh, you do not need them to to just blah it on the screen or have them say some stupid line but it, it's one of these things where it's like in today's day and age i bet you seven years ago he didn't actually care like mm-hmm. he he, lo- he I, seven years ago he loved that it was left open to interpretation because that's the artist and the director now i'm i'm putting words into his mouth this is my what i'm guessing was mm-hmm. his thought process your Otherwise, lived experience his it's what i think is like he's an artist he's created clearly the if you've ever seen the show hannibal it's an artistic endeavor it's really it's pretty beautifully shot it's beautifully made it's made by an artor autor director mm-hmm. so there's no way that this guy wanted something as blatant as to just change what had been done through the whole project can you just do a cutscene where they kiss please i'm just saying like we're lo- like nobody cares about characters being gay or not we care about them taking away the art of it for a I 10 get- second bit of pandering that nobody will rem- like it literally makes it less I mean- impactful if the author is an artist, artiste, like th- there could have mm-hmm. been a way for him to do it, mm-hmm. and like, but like, is does this come? Is this like a? Is he repeating like a desire from the audience? Because Miracle's really into yes, it. Miracle really wants this. Like Miracle, I want it. But like, is this like a thing that has been discussed in the fandom? Like, yeah, like um, I follow this artist. Yeah, because I followed this artist when I used to have Instagram, where she made like she made like fan art where it's like hinting like in each season where like um hannibal really wants like will to follow him he's like oh my god he's following me i love him oh please notice me i'll kill you bitch and i and i get the whole wanting a resolution and like a kiss could be that yeah but no i love how it ends like like how Brett is saying, the ending was beautifully done because okay. basically they run away together. Yeah. They run away together from the cops because Will finally broke and he's like, okay, Hannibal, wherever you want to go, let's go. Okay. 
So there were several takes. That sounds better. And there, was, <laughs> and there was never any actual lip locking, but there was a lingering in one take where Mad's lips parted, hovering over Will's mouth in a way that went on for a while. While I was watching dailies, it seemed like an eternity. The issue for me there uh, it's more was, erotic. was yep. always, I didn't want it to make their love story expectational or artificial or forced. Exactly. What I hate about the media we live in today, people are so surface level that any opinion that I'm sharing right now will be seen as somehow uh, anti this or anti that. I don't think so. No, it's pro art. Yeah. I just want them to kiss. Can you do? I just want it. I want it so badly. I love how the show ended. I love the show like hardcore. Like Mads. I can tell. Mads playing as Hannibal. I will watch it over and over again. And I love. If you really wanted to like just make miracles insides just explode to the outside. Have a show of like Hannibal with uh, Constantine, and she might actually just explode from the midsection outward. Here's hoping. I wait. Who's gonna kill who first? Because I want to see that show actually happen. Who kills she, who? She first? might actually orgasm all over the entire world. Like she might cover the world in orgasm. Ew! If, wow. If she, yes, I know. Ew! That's gross. <laughs> Delete says, that. Says I. I uh, nope. I always wanted it to be organic, <laughs> but if I had to do it again, I might suggest to to kiss and see how it played but neither of the actors were afraid of going there if there was any concerns it was always about remaining authentic that certainly was my goal because yes i absolutely wanted to see them kiss they would be wank bank that would be wank bank material for the best of us <laughs> and your and your artist director cred just went <laughs> that would it. be wank bank that's what it says that would be wank bank material this is your artist director dude he's oh, you, if you get a chance uh, just go look up clips of the show hannibal I mean, he's being cute he's being funny yes you know? um but clips from hannibal just alone it's so artsy fartsy i love it because it, earlier what i meant to say was jillian anderson as oh. uh the his as hannibal's therapist mm -hmm. yes jillian okay anderson. she she's scully from the x-files i didn't uh, know what you were trying to point yes. at like but, you should have gave me more hints but i was just trying to maintain authenticity in the moment the shots that uh that's in there felt like the most authentic and it felt like it struck the right balance but if i could go back in, in the editing room i might do something differently now that feels like pandering to me no you know what uh I, i'm gonna try to defend this person because like do you remember uh toby mcguire's first spider-man movie yeah. yes what's the most iconic scene the upside down kiss 100 percent. like yeah. not even not even close Mm -hmm. Not even close. Yeah. Maybe he thought that there, because what, for what I'm hearing about this, like it's all about the relationship. Like, mm -hmm. and it, 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 it was a relationship that was built up so well yeah. that uh, a kiss. But it's not inherently romantic. Well. And, and the actors were like, they were like, hey, we can go there. We can go there. Mm hmm. Maybe there will be like we we could have had a scene like that. Yeah, well, it starts off like a game of cat and mouse, and then like Hannibal does like lead on. Well, he's like, "Come and get me." It's kind of hard being beating Kirsten Dunst in the rain, but mm -hmm. like. the, the uh, point is though, this is a cat and mouse game of like a law enforcement and serial killer that becomes quasi uh erotic but yeah. it's not inherently played as, as as a relationship it's their back and forth uh you know well there's a scene chase so dane to like draw out the scene so there's a scene i forgot what season it was but basically will has a dream where he's sitting in a dining room like this long dining table with hannibal and then hannibal's like coming towards him and then like they're just talking he touches his face like a certain way like he caresses his face mm -hmm. until like he slices his head open 
to expose his brain and he like picks at his brain mm. so it's like very erotic but also like yeah. This so is what I'm putting, the, putting the kiss in there actually finalizes it in a way that I think detracts from the art of it all. Mm. Like it is done so well in yeah. its suggestive material that putting a final piece on it actually does it as a disservice. It it. But don't you think that if the, this is the kind of director that has a show that's like that, the kiss would have also been, you know, it would have been artistic. a nice to it, it would have been it would have been like a national lampoon fan wilder like blah, 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 blah. perhaps <laughs> perhaps but i think that uh i think he's uh monday morning quarter quarterbacking his own work yeah, here I that mean, he's uh i think it was this is they fan got, service they, look yes. at miracle look how, how high up she is i love it i love it she's losing her shit like this I, is fan service it's what is what it is go like you just get the two dolls and okay you okay sell them Calm down. No, this is the only time I fangirl over shit. That or when we're talking about Pokemon buses. Oh my god, Pokemon buses? No, it's a Pokemon train car. It's so cute. I love it. Okay. The only thing I can ever do to get Miracle excited is to show stuff that she thinks is quote cute. Well, like I love this show because like it really picks out your brain. Like, is he going to catch him? And then when they finally like when Will finally solves the case, he's like, "Fuck it, I'm running away with you." Mm. he like gives sounds up. good i want to watch it it's super good it's on netflix all the seasons and like do watch the intro like for the first season it's so artistically done because like um it's kind of like how um in a blinken the vampire slayer where like they do the blood splatter and it makes into the map of the usa but this one it makes a map into hannibal's name guys i'm declaring the first pop culture uh, pop culture crisis dude i, I always P, i always call it pcc in my head pop culture crisis contest send me your netflix login <laughs> and Cal wh whoever wins wins lifetime of gratitude from me yes that is right lifetime gratitude from dane um you know Imagine also that. in the state of california you can't do that it's illegal yeah well i'm not in california, well, we ain't so. in the state of california well i'm just warning people who live in the state of california do i look do like i'm ro robbing uh walgreens no <laughs> i'm not in california uh miracle i love this show she so loves it she loves the show <laughs> guys thank you so much for coming that was a lot of fun mm -hmm. uh dane thank you Thanks. You look, you look fantastic, sir. Go ahead, check yourself in the camera again. Oh, I was just, again. it's, it's itchy. You looking, you looking fantastic today. Hey guys, why don't you tell everyone your social media that we know you don't have or that you know that you don't share? I don't. Mine social media is private. <laughs> it's such a standoffish <laughs> way to go out. I love it. It's, I love you guys. It's just, uh, but follow, but follow me everywhere. Yeah, follow else. Brett. Yes. Instead. Uh, Miracle, why don't you share with everyone your social media? I don't have social media because it rots your brain, and I really want Hannibal Lecter. I like Will the hand Graham. flick. I, I gotta. She do does the hand flick every time. And I want Will Grant, Graham to like kiss and then like get costume. Okay, miracle. Mm, okay, and if you <laughs> okay, if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasovic. If you want to follow Pop Culture Crisis, we would appreciate you first going to YouTube, subscribing to the channel, liking the videos, leaving comments in the videos. It makes me very happy. I appreciate it a lot. Then you go to the description box on any of the ones that you click on it has a link to the spotify playlist we are not just on spotify though we are also on amazon music we are on apple podcast we are also on pandora and then you can make dane our co-host for the day very happy by following us on social media that is on twitter at pop culture underscore show and then we are also on facebook and on tiktok that's where dane really wants you to go it will make him do backflips i promise and that is at pop culture crisis and we will be back with another episode tomorrow see you then guys bye bye
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.